0: Welcome to the keel Hauled podcast i'm your host captain logan and we've got a lot of sea of thieves news to talk about today so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast first things first on the docket where have i been and why hasn't there been another episode basically let's just say that i got really sick this last weekend and into the uh beginning of the week so with a lack of news and not getting to play much of the scale test i decided to hold off and wait till there was actually a a fair bit of news which we've got a lot to talk about today so i'm gonna go ahead and get into that and we will go ahead and address the second item on our docket Second thing on the docket today, we're going to get some feedback, our first little bit of feedback today, and we're going to hear from David M., who wrote in to talk about Briggs. So here's what he wanted to talk about. He said, I heard your story and thoughts on the brig. And here's my take. All of your problems were caused by a lack of communication, not having a mic plugged in and joining a crew that may or may not have been partied up will cause that every time. They drop anchor for a reason. And then you attempt to change without verbal communication. Of course, they think you're just going to be trolling them. So they put you in the brig till you quit. I couldn't be happier with how the brake system works because it has actually forced me to either sail solo or put a mic on when joining random crews, sometimes forcing me to stay in-game chat where I can actually listen to all random pirates around me and have fun, peaceful interactions, not just see pirate and shoot. Well, David, thank you. I do appreciate that feedback. So David brings up a really good point, and it actually made me think about what I did wrong. And I learned a couple things from this. So first thing I learned when I'm coming onto a ship, don't try and be the captain. You're just going to get in the way. If you're coming onto a ship and there's already a crew there, just join in as a new recruit. They've probably got a plan. And that plan is probably a lot better than what you've got right now. So don't do something that's going to be considered rash or trolling. Just follow what the current crew is doing and wait till there's a time outside of any kind of threats or any kind of uh, digging up treasure to maybe talk with them through the radio chat or on microphone and see if there's maybe something you can contribute to better than raising anchor as they're about to uh, fire a broadside onto an oncoming ship at the edge of the sea. Maybe. Second thing I learned is about the Brig. The Brig is a good option. I, I do admit that. And it is good for preventing a crew member that has just joined or has decided to they want to take over from usurping a current order or a current captain, especially if everyone decides to vote them in. So just as a side note, while you're playing Sea of Thieves, make sure that you're using the Brig responsibly. And make sure if you aren't using a microphone, don't do anything rash. While I was thinking about this, I started to think maybe there could be an even better version of the UI, because as it stands, there isn't a whole lot to really go off of. You do have the radial chat, which is really nice. It's a contextual chat device that allows you to give commands or say things depending on what item or action you're doing, and that's great, but I was wondering if maybe when the full game launches, there could be kind of a a pro HUD where it actually removes even more... Of the UI so that way you're not getting the uh, A button or F key to uh, interact with objects you know that way it makes makes some of the obvious things that you know you can already do kind of invisible from the actual gameplay when you're trying to raise anchor or you're tacking the sail so just a, a thought of mine I was really thinking about you know like that would be great if they could just make this game even more immersive by taking out some of the uh commonplace stuff especially if you choose this mode in the option saying like oh you know i've sailed for a while i know what's going to happen i don't really need to to know that i had have to hit f if i want to lower the anchor or raise the anchor that's kind of a given for me time for item three on today's docket it's going to be a short one but i just wanted to bring this up because i i really am excited that we're getting uh, a final beta. And I'll go into a couple more of the details about what that's going to entail. We don't know a whole lot right now, but there was a significant update to the latest client. And I'm really excited. It was 18 plus gigs of information. And I was talking with some people some people think that it's going to be the 4K scaling uh, assets so that people that are on Xbox One Scorpio thingy. I don't know. I'm on PC. It's just PC Master Race for me. Sorry. But anyway, you're going to get those 4K assets, so I'll, I'll be able to enjoy it as well, too. So, uh, And there was also the last scale test, the third... And I believe final scale test, I think they've got all the information leading up to launch. So with this last scale test, uh, it looks like there's going to be all the information they really need. They don't really need a whole lot. So glad to see that. Um, I didn't get to play much, obviously, because I was sick. Uh, Kind of a bummer. I would say I got maybe six, ten hours. I'm not not entirely sure, but the progression was nice. Uh, I noticed far fewer bugs. And it, it definitely felt a lot smoother. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this final beta. I'm looking forward to some of the new things that I'll be talking about in a little bit uh, coming with that. So kudos to you guys who did an awesome job with the scale test. It was awesome. And I can't wait for this final one before launch. All right. Next item on the docket, I actually managed to pick up the official Xbox Magazine This is issue... 212-212, it's for April, and it has the Sea of Thieves uh, cover for it, and I just wanted to go in, take a look at the article, a lot of it's a lot of things that we knew, but there were just a couple quick things in it that I really enjoyed, Uh, kind of perspectives on how they, why why they kind of made Sea of Thieves the way it is, Uh, we've talked a lot about a couple things like progression, and why people seem to have a little bit of uh, trouble understanding what the point of the game is. Is. so the article in it is a pirate's life it's actually by Adam Bryant he does a really good job of talking with a lot of different people from rare and getting some insight to kind of give people an idea of the basis of the game what's going on what what you what you can kind of expect with the full launch but the the one thing that uh, a, a lot of people or that the the one thing that i wanted to kind of bring up was what is the point if you don't get better weapons or higher health? And the article actually brings up a strong point about this, that that it's kind of a trick by game developers. Uh, they actually use this trick to kind of play a, a psychological mind game with you. It's, a, it's kind of see like player stats increase. And as player stats increase, the difficulty of the objective or player versus environment content actually scales with you. So, as you're getting stronger, so are the monsters that you're fighting. So why bother raising your little number above your head to make you feel better about yourself? Just keep it all the same. They're all going to scale with you anyway. So the goal of like being underpowered and then overcoming it, thats that's all well and good for MMOs. But with something like this where the encounters are sparse depending on if it's going to be other people or the environment, why not just keep everything baseline and just leave it up to skill because when it comes down to it you're going to be a better pirate the more you play and that's that's the point of the game this is to play more have more fun and really enjoy yourself so the article is really nice there's a lot of beautiful art in it a lot of stuff we knew just kind of like What's going on with the three different trade companies, uh, sailing, joining in with other people, cross-platform, little things like that. But uh, it's a nice article. I would recommend picking it up and taking a look at it if you're a fan. I'm still waiting to try and find one of those Edge magazines to to do a little bit of a deep dive on that as well too. So hopefully we'll be able to get something. I don't know, maybe a little more, little more information on stuff to come with uh, the Edge magazine. I don't, I don't really think so, but. This is a really good introduction for anyone that is kind of unsure about what to expect with this game. It looks great, but what's, what's the guts of it? So this article does a really nice job of summing it up. And kudos to Adam for, for getting the really good information uh, from, from the people at Rare. For the last item on the docket today, we're going to be talking about the behind-the-scenes Studio Buzz Tour two weeks before launch over at Rare Studios. And I got to say, John, I he is a master genius because I was not expecting this, but the beginning of this video, it's actually a fairly significant video too, which I'm not surprised that it took them till 11 p.m. their time to get this out. But The very beginning of this item, just after they announce what they're going to be doing, they head out. There's some camera work, and John knocks something over, and the other guy's like, you know, you got to pick that up and put it back. He puts it back, and it is the dice. The two dice that I talked about last episode, the three and the five. He puts it back on the three, and then he says, no, this is better, and he changes it to the four. I swear these guys are trolling me at this point. I don't know what's going on over there. I'm not sure what they're doing, but I swear these cheeky pirates at Rare just love playing me like a hurdy-gurdy. It is ridiculous. I don't know if this means that something was supposed to drop today, or maybe they thought that it was funny to keep playing along with the three and the five after the conspiracy theories, or if they just wanted to maybe push it off till tomorrow if this was planned if it wasn't planned i don't know i'm totally lost at this point and i'm so frustrated because i just want to know like is it something is it not something that's all i care about at this point i understand that we're getting a final beta i know this we got a six or no we got an 18 plus gigabyte update to the 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 client for xbox and for uh, pc and we we already know about a couple things that are coming in this final beta. We don't know when it's coming. I'm going to talk about some of those things a little bit after, towards the later half of this. But it's it's crazy. This 22 minute video starts off with them completely trolling me, and it worked so hard. I was so I, I, I was in the car and I was listening to it. And then he goes, oh, here, this is better. And I had to, like, the next time I got a chance to stop, I, I went back and I watched it, and I saw him turn that dice, and I just wanted to throw my phone. Gosh, you got to be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you not kidding me? What is it? Just tell me. All right, enough talk about me getting trolled and leading into uh, conspiracy theories. Let's actually get into some of the little meat and potatoes of this uh, video. So... I'm not going to go over who said what. I definitely recommend that you go over to YouTube uh, on the Sea of Thieves account and actually watch it video. It's a really good, nice video to see all the different faces, put names to them, and actually kind of find out who does what and what's going on. It's, it's awesome. I love these behind-the-scenes things uh, when it comes to game development. Blizzard does them from time to time. It's awesome. So let's get into this. I'll, first off, all of the game... Voice over work is done by people who work at rare studios. They didn't go to an outside company for all the rare or for all the voice over work. And I think this is a good thing and a bad thing because. When you get people that are passionate about the game doing voice work, they really put themselves into it and they really love it. And it's and it's easy for you to kind of fall in and hear natural voices. And then then the video that you saw, you may actually hear some of those people in game. And it's a really nice kind of thing to put them in the game completely. So, you know, years down the line when this game is still going, you can still go back to those NPCs and hear the original crew or the original developers that were actually doing it. The bad thing about it is, is that you don't always get a plus work. When you go out to a voice over studio and they hire actors to do it, you're going to get good voices who are practiced and can convey emotion just with the sound of their voice and can t- kind of change things up and not necessarily need to hire a lot of different actors for different NPCs. You know, some of the great voice actors out there are in multiple games as multiple different voices. And a few of them you can kind of pick out, but most of them are really hard to catch. So there's pros and cons to this. I love that they're kind of supporting their studio by getting people in to the game more than just what their typical job is. So really cool about that. I love that. So moving on to services, the game launch is going to be fully monitored for the first 48 hours as different time zones come online. And I'm really happy about this because there's a lot of different things that can go wrong in those first 48 hours, and it's always good to see that they're going to be monitoring this. This was a big problem when the first closed beta came out. At the end of, uh, what was it, January, when uh, the the American time zone started coming into play, a lot of us were having problems with getting into the game or turning in items, matchmaking, things like that. And the problem is, is that a lot of the, the people over in, in rare studios were all still asleep or barely just getting to the office so there was a lot of time where people didn't have support and there wasn't much going on and some of the Xbox customer service people had to get on Twitter to kind of calm everyone down and say hey you know it's going to be okay they're probably just waking up just hold out for a little bit they'll get to the server issues in a second. So we also learned that the skeleton forts, when they have uh, an active kind of encounter going on, once the waves of skeletons are dead and the captain is killed, we've learned that the cloud above the island is going to disperse or explode in a bunch of green gas or or energy and we kind of knew that that was going to happen you know obviously it wasn't going to be there forever but we did kind of realize you know as soon as that happens that means that the captain is dead the key is available and so is the loot so this is going to be great for people that are kind of tactically sitting back waiting for the people on island to Actually, kill the captain and get the key where most of the work is done. So, this is going to come in handy when people want to kind of go into these forts, making allegiances with other crews to try and say, like, hey, we'll go on board. Or onto, We'll go on shore, we'll kill all the skeletons, we'll get everything set up and start bringing the loot back. What we need you to do is actually stay out on the boat, on your boat, and actually kind of fend off other ships that are trying to come in and try and take this. This is going to be really cool. So you're going to see a lot of high seas battles going on around the fort. Plus, the people on the fort are actually going to be fighting off waves of skeletons. And then what happens afterwards is going to be just really fun. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a really good idea to let you know like when the actual fighting ends on the fort so that people can decide do they go in now and try and kill everyone and take the key and and get the loot and hope that they've got enough time before someone else comes in to investigate? You know, just depending on how far you are from that or, you know, what goes on after after the fort's done is going to be really fun. So looking forward to that. Uh, There's also a bunch of features that they've added uh, to the final beta that we're not quite sure about. We know about some of them, and I'll go into them in a little bit. But we also know that um, they're working on different skeletons too. So... They're not just going to be changing up how some of the skeletons look. They're also going to be changing up how they act as well, too. So the encounters and the combat with other skeletons are going to be more complex or just different in general. So right now we know we can basically fight them the same way we would fight anyone else. They've got bananas, guns, swords, and their claws. Actually, we don't have claws. We should get claws. Can we get claws? I would like a claw. I'll rake someone. So... With with that in mind, we've seen some of the art pages from the the books that they're releasing, and that we're gonna have more elaborate and more magical looking captains. And they're saying that yeah, that's gonna be part of it, but that's not gonna be all of it as well too. So, uh, interested to see like what they're coming up with post launch with that. Forums are getting updated with a restructure and this is good because up until now, a lot of it has just been for the diehards to kind of share their thoughts and talk with other people and just kind of suggest things uh, that could be added to the game. It's good for fleet recruitment right now for people trying to get together so they can make sure that everyone has a crew. So they're not necessarily partnering with people that they don't know. And they can kind of start working on those relationships now, because that's going to be kind of an important thing as you go into the game, whether or not you're going to have people that you trust or not. So, uh, Uh, They're going to be working on that and they're going to be changing it over to more of like an active game. So where you're going to be able to submit bugs, where you're going to be able to share content, where you're going to be able to uh, talk and learn more about the game and the lore aspects possibly, or just common basic things that you would need to know when you're first starting out the game. So glad to see that they're going to be updating that very soon. Uh, They're also looking to find ways on how to share your stories as well or clips from gameplay sessions. And I can only imagine that this means it's for streamers or through the Xbox sharing app. So I'm I'm not entirely sure since I don't have an Xbox. I'm I'm specifically going to be going through this for for the PC reasons just because it's going to look a lot nicer on my computer. Um, We also know that they're planning on something coming soon for content creators And they were not specific about this at all. So I don't know if this is for people who are doing podcasts like myself or for streamers or just YouTube content creators. I'm not sure where that stands, but I'm hoping that, you know, the audio listeners and the audio creators don't get left out on that. Because while I am a streamer, I, I mostly do a lot of my research and stuff. For the actual podcast, I I like to go in and actually just play the game for the sake of playing the game, even though this last scale test, a lot of what I did was just kind of sailing around to try and suss out some of these secret conspiracy islands and potential, you know, Bermuda Triangle whatever's I was I was just kind of swimming around looking for stuff under the ocean. Some of the other things that we learned uh, lore books are being worked on to be put into the game for launch. I'm really excited about this because I'm really looking forward to learning more about some of the pirates of old and kind of what made them so infamous. What what made them pirate legends. So, uh, I am looking forward to seeing like what happened to some of the ancient civilizations that we've seen in game and maybe like how they they disappeared or what what caused their ruin. So, a couple of other things they they showed off or, or really talked about uh, was that they're going to be doing some new higher end uh, they're going to be doing some new higher end gear to show off uh when you first launch up the game so that way you can kind of see maybe what's available to you as you get higher in reputation levels with the different factions and stuff something to look forward to when you first pop into the game kind of like in uh world of warcraft although or just about any mmo actually where some of the higher level people would be hanging around in the capitals or the cities and you'd look at them and be like oh man i really want that and that's, that's kind of their goal. They want you to be able to see that and want it and try and work towards it. So that's kind of a nice little thing too. Uh, they're also looking to immortalize a very small few people who are players in the game. I'm not sure who this means. I think a lot of it means to some of the uh, the people that have been participating heavily in the alpha since long, or since the initial alphas, uh, potentially some of the people in the forums who've been there since day one. They, they seem to really love the idea of supporting the community by putting the community in the game so it's really cool to see this uh i hope to one day be popular enough that i get to be put in the game i would love that uh i I doubt it will ever happen but you never know I, i can dream big let me dream big damn it so uh the other thing that they wanted to say is that there's something else coming joe neat god this guy i love following this guy on twitter but joe neat the executive producer uh, he has been hinting and teasing in like just little things on Twitter, nothing major, um, that there's something big coming, something really special coming very, very soon. And I don't know if this has anything to do with the dice. This is just my conspiracy theories getting the best of me. But I'm thinking that there's something very cool coming that I'm hoping that we'll hear about very soon. And they just kind of keep confirming that and not giving me any anything to work off of. Just let me know what it is already. I just want to know. All right. So I talked about it a little before and I'm going to finish it up. So I did mention that they are adding a couple new things to to the final beta. We know the final beta is already available sometime soon. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's already active and you can jump right in and actually get into it. But the first few ranks of the Merchant trade group is going to be available in this final beta so you'll finally be able to kind of experience something aside from the gold hoarders which i know everyone's kind of been like do i really want to get back into another beta i mean we've, we've we're just going to be going around digging up treasure chests and stuff no no no, this, this is going to be a lot different so with the with the few ranks of the merchants uh, we're going to be able to capture animals, we're going to be able to you know, get pigs, get chickens, and it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler, but it was kind of fun to learn this, that if you're trying to capture a pig, the, the way you're going to keep them from running is by holding out a banana, or I would imagine any kind of fruit, because I know there's supposed to be some other kinds of fruit out there, so it's kind of cool. You know, you have to put a little thought into this. You're not just going to be like run up, drop, trap, capture pig, take pig back, but you're going to have to try and figure out how to keep these animals alive on your ship as well too. So if you're taking fire and you've got some animals down on the lower deck and the f- hole starts <laughs> flooding with water, you're going to have some drowned animals and uh, PETA may call you. Uh, no, they're not gonna call you. they weren't existing in this time so you don't have to worry about that. You're already killing people on pirate ships. I don't know why I'm going into this anyway. True story though, the best way to keep me from running is to uh, hold up a banana when I'm not feeling well as well too. so I do like bananas when I'm feeling bad. so all right, you pirates that's gonna do it for me tonight. I'm gonna head out. This has been an amazing time. I've had a really good time talking to you guys about Sea of Thieves I'm looking forward to the next episode hopefully uh, next Thursday I hope to get that out before then depends on what kind of news drops and if it's big enough for me to do a shorter smaller episode uh, earlier in the week so but if you guys want to get a hold of me you can do so I'm over at twitch.tv slash C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N that's Cap Logan Cap Logan is going to be my Twitter handle so C-A-P-T underscore Logan all of this is in the notes usually so I've also got a Discord server. You can pop over and say hi, talk about Thieves, or give me some feedback. Uh, just like David did, he sent in that email over at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. So Logan's my handle pretty much everywhere. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can. I love hearing from you. I love learning from you. I, I didn't think about some of the ways I could be a better pirate in Sea of Thieves if not for David's email. So I really appreciate that as well too. So I hope you have a good time and I look forward to you sailing on the seas in the near future.